1: necessary. Void by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All
2: uh,
0: right, you can watch the show right now on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports, and we welcome in Steve Robertson, Jeans Page, Two Four Seven Sports, Hale uh, State Insider, talking Mississippi State baseball, and. The panic button has been hit in Starkville, Mississippi, as they get swept by the Kentucky Wildcat and run ruled twice. Steve, I know you were up there this weekend. Uh, there's panic on your board, jeanspage.com, and the other boards, and people are freaking out right now. People are saying MSU baseball is a disaster. Um, I'm not convinced it can be, but can it be salvaged?
2: Yeah, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? You know, I mean, that's the thing like last year you felt that was an anomaly, you know, you had the injuries, you look at it and you say, well, you know, this is a unique situation, you know, but uh you know, at least you had some guys last year that would it would compete on the mound and and that, that's a foundational issue. I mean, that, that's that's the, the biggest issue with this this team is that it all starts with pitching. And you get bad pitching, your defense goes to sleep, puts some pressure on your offense. And so you've got, get, you've got to get good pitching. And when you're out there walking the ballpark, you're not going to win. You know, and that's that's what we saw over the weekend. You had seven games. You won all seven. A couple of those, you still had the pitching issues, but your offense is able to overcome it. But you know, what I saw in Lexington, Kentucky, you know, people want to talk about embarrassing. You know, it's just not indicative of Mississippi State baseball. I mean, the, the tradition – and uh, the expectations and standards of this program is we're simply not met over the weekend.
0: Okay, I never thought Lamonis and the staff would be in this situation, but you got 27 games. Let's just cut right through it. They, they have 27 conference games left. Usually the number is you got to win 14, which would mean 14 and 13 down the stretch, and they played their second easiest series this past weekend. The numbers do not line up for them to make the postseason, much less the SEC baseball tournament. What magically has to change between now and this weekend, next weekend, and the next, and going forward for MSU baseball to actually have a chance at the postseason?
2: Well, you got to get some guys healthy, number one. I mean, you know, Cade Smith's a guy, you know, you know Cade's going to compete. You know, Cade's not a traditional Friday night starter, but he is an SEC weekend guy. you got to get that guy back. you got to get Aaron Nixon back. I think one of the main things about Aaron is, is it gives you some freedom to do some other things with Nate Dome. You know, if you get Nixon back, then all of a sudden Nate could go to the weekend. That's one of the things that I proposed yesterday is that, you know, Nate would be my Saturday guy because here's the deal. There's no point in having a closer if you can't get the lead late in the ballgame. You know, you've got to let that guy throw some meaningful innings. And so you get Nixon back, then all of a sudden you can insert Nate to the weekend rotation. And, of course, you know, Pico has been on the shelf all year. and. and yeah, you know, listen, they're never they're never going to talk about injuries, but I ask about it every single week. And you know, they're close or close. I mean, you're not going to trot somebody out there, fresh off a rehab assignment, you know, in frigid weather. You're not going to do that, okay? But you know, we got to get these guys healthy because, you know, number one, they're strike throwers. You've got to be able to get guys out there that are going to pound the zone and make guys be honest. I mean, when when you're walking people with the frequency Mississippi State is, you're not going to beat anybody in the Southeastern Conference. And and, and listen, Kentucky's a little bit better, I think. People suggest and they're, they're probably a marginal tournament team, but we're going to play some teams that are sure enough tournament teams that are probably going to be uh, in contention for top eight national seeds. I mean, so, yeah, you're right. It doesn't get any easier from here. And I don't know. If you look at what – you know, State doesn't play Missouri this year, but Missouri just swept Tennessee. You know, the league outside of Mississippi State, no miss, looks to be pretty healthy after one weekend.
0: Uh, all right, so Vanderbilt is better. Than Mississippi State, uh, both on the mound and at the plate. Uh, I, you know, what are it. trying to get one? What are they trying to do? Get one game this weekend?
2: No, nah, you got you got you got to try to win the series. You got to go all in, and if that means you got to do some creative things on the pitching side of things, what you got to do? You know, I mean, it's you know, what What's so frustrating about it all is that, you know some of the same guys that weren't throwing strikes against VMI. You know, same guys that pitched last week that didn't throw strikes, and you know, it's not like you can go sign a free agent. I mean, you simply have to get these guys healthy. And you know, Cole Cheatham's a guy last year was a left-hander that uh, down the stretch was probably state's most reliable left-hander. You know, we haven't seen him pitch much at all this year either. And so, yeah, you got to try some different guys. You know, it's simple as that. I mean, you know, what what you did over the weekend didn't work, and you felt like maybe you had figured some things out a little bit. I mean, you didn't feel overly confident, but you went seven in a row, and you started thinking, okay, they're piecing this thing together. And then either the Friday night game, I mean, you should have won that game. I mean, Nate Dahm is, is your most competitive guy, didn't execute a pitch. Freshman catcher couldn't keep it in front of him, but it should never come down to that. I mean, State had multiple opportunities to pad that lead and didn't get it done. But what happened on Saturday and Sunday? I mean, let's be honest. You could have pulled nine kids out of the stands and got the same result.
0: Yeah. Well, going back to Friday, uh, what were they one for 16 with runners in scoring position? I mean, it was horrendous. Yeah,
2: and it, it was. And not only that too, but you know, the, after you have the sack, but to move Cole lead Ledbet, cold in scoring position to try to play for one there, they went over the next seven, you know? So it's like that, that's really where the momentum in the ball game changed. And, even though there wasn't a good crowd there, you could just kind of tell, you know, things were changing a little bit. You know, the momentum had really shifted in that ball game. And, you know, when you couldn't when, – when they tied it up, it was just a matter of how long the ball game was going to go before State was going to lose.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I thought for sure Lamonis would get twenty twenty four, And they got to get this thing right in a hurry. I don't – see how they're going to do it but they could i mean it's three talented guys i know there's some other guys on staff it's three talented guys um but you you i i think they're in danger of not making the sec tournament which obviously you don't make the postseason and in start well you can't do that in back-to-back years what what are your
2: thoughts yeah, I think it's probably too early to make those determinations, you know, especially with the first year athletic director and Zach Selman. I mean, I I think he'll be very deliberate in what he does, and you know, let's not forget Chris Simonis is two years removed from a national championship. But baseball matters here. You know, it's not a situation where you're just filled in a team because you're required to fill one. I mean, that's that that's the crown jewel. The Mississippi State Athletic Department always has been, you know, and so. You know, there's going to be some pressure. There's going to be some people that uh, give some considerable amount of money to Mississippi State that are going to be making some phone calls. And, yeah, it's just one weekend. You know, But the worry is it's a harbinger of things to come because I don't know if this fan base can, you know, is, is going to be willing to survive another year like they had last year, especially this year when you look at it and say, you know what, you you lost Landon Sims last year to land. You lost Don Simmons, who was uh, arguably your best reliever at the time. And so you're willing to give some people some grace. You know, this year it's a much different deal because you did hit the portal so hard and you went out and got some guys. And even like a guy like Tyler Davis, who has been, had mixed results best. And then you go out and signed, uh, grab so, you know, he's really only had, you know, one good appearance since he's been here, you know? So it's like, you go get these guys when you've had the benefit of the portal and a benefit of recruiting class, but you're replicating the same issues you had a year ago.
0: Okay. So you, you think Gerangelo, Dome, and then Gartman, is that where you're going? That's their best option yeah, on the weekend?
2: Yeah, I think so. And I think one of the things with Gartman, and I, I do like him, I think he has uh, he has good makeup. I just don't know if he's good enough to get you through the order three times just because I don't think that he's unique enough. He's I think, not. You know, the way he, he throws the change, he throws the breaking ball, you know, two times through the order once they've seen him a little bit. and we, And we've seen that happen, right? I mean, he had the... Yeah, the first time through the order against Kentucky, he was absolutely filthy. Well, the next time, they all of a sudden, they start you know, laying off that low stuff and, and not swinging over that change. Well, next thing you know, you're putting guys on, and then ultimately, they're just kind of sitting fastball waiting for him. And the fastball's not dynamic. I mean, it's better because of the fact that he can throw the change and the breaking stuff from the same arm slot with the same arm speed. So, yeah, he is a good option for you on the weekend, but... You know, he's not a guy that's going to be able to go seven, eight, nine innings.
0: Uh, real quick, Steve Robertson on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Do you think that Aaron Nixon, Cade Smith, and Pico Khan will be back for, for the weekend for Lamona's?
2: I think two of the three will be, and we'll see from there.
0: Do you want to say who or no?
2: Nah, I will leave it alone for now. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. See ya.
0: Steve Robertson. Talking Hale State baseball and the meltdown from this past weekend. They will host the Vanderbilt Commodores in Starkville this weekend. So it doesn't get any easier. Coming up next, our friend Walker Wilson, future country music star. You know what happens when people come through this studio. They take off. And so he's going to hang out with us and play a little music for us. He's from Raymond, lives in Nashville, was just on The Voice. Blake Shelton picked him last week. Walker Wilson coming up next. You can watch on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone.
2: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family